0: These are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to WonderfulPistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about MyLifeInABook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, MyLifeInABook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code Bravado for 10% off today. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Germany.
1: And this is Brittany. And
0: this is the Blacker Bravado Podcast
1: a motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike.
0: Join us weekly as we sit down to have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more.
1: And trust. When we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do.
0: Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love, free of judgment, in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before.
1: It's Homegirl Vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny.
0: A lot of fucking funny.
1: So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado podcast.
0: Let's start the show, cuties. Hey y'all, welcome back. Welcome back, my babies.
1: How's it going?
0: It's going good. How are you? How was your weekend? I'm
1: good. My weekend was, um, my weekend was good. Saturday, um, celebrated my friend's Starter's birthday. Sunday. Oh, Sunday was nice. We had a little picnic, a backyard boogie. Mm-hmm. That's all I did this weekend.
0: How was your weekend? My weekend was equally um relaxing. Saturday, I didn't do much. I just ran a couple errands. Errands hung out at my mom's house with my boo boo. And then um and then yeah, Saturday Sunday we had the backyard boogie. The buggy for two. Right. The backyard. Oh, I don't have another name for it.
1: That's it. <laughs> the BB. Yeah. Yeah, so it was hot this weekend.
0: It was. Um wasn't expecting, I said, okay.
1: Yeah, I was sweating fucking bullets on Saturday.
0: But Global warming.
1: It was, um, but the weather was nice though. You know, do you know people can go to pools at yeah. hotels?
0: Yeah, but it's limited. They don't have it operating at full capacity.
1: Oh, so they have like, once so many people get there, they shut it down.
0: They don't shut it down. They limit who's going to come in. That's
1: they what just I, mean. I didn't the... mean literally, but oh, I yeah. meant like they you shut down, you can't come in.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're limiting it. Limiting it.
1: Well, at least people can go out and lay by the pool.
0: (laughs) I seen some people at the um, community pool, which I thought was.
1: Hmm. Oh, that's open.
0: Yeah, I'm like oh. The the people that I
1: saw were at the Ritz Carlton or something. Oh, bitch. (laughs) Somewhere, you know, hidden different. Black women experiencing luxury or SLS something. Maybe it was SLS.
0: I'm like the Ritz Carlton.
1: I think it was SLS. Still equally nice. Yeah, equally nice. Um. But yeah, maxing and relaxing, hanging out cool, hanging out all cool. You know, I really should have took swimming lessons um this year.
0: It's not too late. I for mean maybe year, it is for this year. Maybe it is, kind, it is yeah, For it this year. year. It's kinda too late. Everything's a wrap. But I'm just saying, when I say not too late, I mean in the grand It's scheme Never of too life. late to,
1: get, to take them. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm too old to be that fearful in water.
0: Yes. Yeah, it's okay, take the step.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, new week, new tea. Where
0: we kiki with you and you kiki with we.
1: Speaking of water. <laughs>
0: <laughs> macaroni in a pot. WAP. Every time she says that, I'm like, that's your signature phrase.
1: WAP. We're talking about WAP. Cardi B songs, new single featuring Megan Thee Stallion. WAP stands for wet ass pussy.
0: That is what it stands for. <laughs> At first, when I first heard it, I said, oh, it's a little vulgar for me. <laughs> it was kind of. <laughs> every
1: time somebody says pussy, you're like, ah.
0: No, sometimes oh. I say pussy.
1: You say it, but when they say it in
0: music. <laughs> It just drags me. I'm like,
1: ah. Yeah.
0: Woo. It was the lyrics were a little. It was
1: very on brand. Did you see the video?
0: Didn't watch the video. Oh, what the fuck? I just didn't watch the video. Calm down. That was it. I'll get to the video.
1: Well, the video was cute. Did they start? Okay, so the video basically was Megan. I
0: see in the beginning when, is it when Carly opens? They did a meme on this.
1: What? When they was running
0: out? No, when Carly, when Carly, when Kylie goes to open up the door. And she opens it, and <laughs> it's like the light <laughs> flicks, and the door shuts, and they have that meme where she's like, rise and shine, where she walks. <laughs> where what? She, it's like she goes from being all sexy, and then the, it cuts to rise and shine, where she's talking to Stormy.
1: No, I never saw uh, like that. But um, so the video, they were like in a mansion. Yeah. Kylie was in the video, but there was a petition to get her out to cut out her portion because people thought that other people could have filled that filled up that slot. Sweetie, City Girls, other female artists. But Cardi said. Tiana that she,
0: Taylor. Cardi Tiana Taylor is with child. I don't I think know, that would I have know, been I the know, best I know, role I'm just for saying her.
1: shit. Even with child, they would rather have her over Kylie.
0: No, but but Kyle I mean, Cardi responded and said she put Kylie in her video because she, Her, I mean, Offset and um, Travis are very, very, very cool. That's number one. Mm. Number two, when she went to Stormy's birthday party, I guess her, what was her baby's name? Culture was invited to Stormy's birthday party that they were very, very hospitable and nice to them and treated her baby like their own. That's number two. And number three was that um, she gets great advice from Chris Jenner so I th- they have a cool r- rapport with mm-hmm. one another okay and um I also seen that there was a tweet that was like look how hard Normani working and dancing this proves, Normani
1: was fucking it up they
0: said this proves that white white I mean white girls could just show up and do nothing and black girls gotta do the most <laughs> and Normani um,
1: looks so good
0: and Carly why do I Kylie what's that girl's name Kylie, Cardi, Kylie, Kylie Kylie no 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 it was Cardi that I was saying oh and Cardi was like People would love to make everything about race. She was like, things are about race, but this isn't that. And then she was like, you know, don't try to make this the race card. Normani is a great fucking dancer. Why would she be opening up a door? (laughs) They were like, you know, this is her her time to shine and dance on the hook. Why the fuck would she open up a door like Kylie? Like, that's what Kylie did. Uh Because Kylie don't have another attribute to like, you know, attribute to like. To contribute to the video. Period. She can't dance, I don't think. You she saw when
1: she was twerking with her friend, her little no. her little white friend. To some, she doesn't
0: give me like signature dance moves. Oh, I don't, Kylie I don't cannot. see Lorianne boom boom cat when I'm
1: Lorianne, She she can't even she, Givens. She don't Kylie don't even look like she can two step. Get her drinking her two step. I don't think but, white people. Uh, but two the step. girl oh, Kylie's they, not your typical white person.
0: But I know she tries but to
1: appropriate everything else.
0: Black. I mean, white people do like a like a John and Matt John and Mary <laughs> <ass> <laughs> yeah. two step.
1: Uh, oh, we're going to rock in the industry tap on. Oh, <laughs> they
0: do like like left foot touches right foot, right, <laughs> right foot touches left foot, left foot touches. And right. our
1: feet be all oh, damn disconnected from our bodies. Like where the fuck my feet go? where the fuck yeah. did my feet go hey
0: her they feet be like left right right left <laughs> left right right that's how they feet be doing
1: but you know kylie and the they way hands
0: be right in front like they shaking pepperoni or no, um I what <laughs> not pepperoni Raw shakers but parmesan they, what's this shit called a my ma- ma- what is that Mo- a Mancala. no 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 no
1: no The, <laughs> the
0: macarines
1: not the macarines <sighs> what are they called the marie <laughs> Okay, you guys know they're we're gonna talking be about like... those wooden things that you hold and they're like, they look like a chicken drumstick <laughs> and you shake it and it makes noise. What are
0: those calls, y'all? Like, they about to respond. They're probably
1: screaming. They're called. They're called. called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Like That's what I was they
0: saying, shake. Chun, chun, chun.
1: <laughs> Kylie, Kylie, I would not be surprised if Kylie spends a little bit more time in the mirror trying to get some moves down.
0: Oh, definitely. Most definitely. Because
1: when I saw her twerking. <sighs> or attempting to twerk i was like kylie some things you just need to leave the fuck alone
0: she looked like she was putting in work practicing
1: you know but the thing is when you she has that additional on there it ain't hard to make that move yeah all you gotta do is just subtle <laughs> subtle and it's shaking and quaking so anyway um on the, the video end. the video also had a lot of people up in arms a lot of men up in arms on Twitter.
0: CeeLo was even. Had what did CeeLo say? Oh, my God. There was like tea that it was too vulgar or too provocative.
1: Yeah, that's what the men were saying. Like, it's too vulgar and too provocative. And then somebody was like, I don't recall anybody having those same sentiments to- towards Kia. When my neck, my back came out. And they were like, well, because social media didn't exist then.
0: The freaky deaky. Because
1: all your ladies popped that pussy like this. Hey, shake like your, your body, body don't, don't stop,
0: don't quick. miss Come on, do, it do, do it,
1: it, do it, do it, do it, do it now. And it's really licky. It, lick it suck this pussy just, just like, like you should. should. Yeah, she was right right really, now. she was really, really vulgar.
0: Well, basically, CeeLo was going in. Oh, here it is. Um. But then people were getting at him, saying his lyrics ain't that that like clean. he's
1: Mister Clean, like he singing never would have made it.
0: Period. And he was singing like Closet Freak. Some people like freaking on, the, you know that one. But anyway, he came at Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, and Adult uh, Megan The Stallion over their adult content, saying, uh, um, there should be a time and a place for adult content." As artists, as adults and artists, we should at least attempt to be each other's accountability partners in some regard. The stereotypes that are celebrated and perpetuated ultimately make the perception a reality.
1: But but why isn't he saying this to men when they are talking about what they going to do to us and what they want us to do? Sloppy, toppy, put it down your throat, choke, slap me with it. But why is he not keeping that same energy when, when it comes to what these men say when they objectify us?
0: He criticized the video WAP. He said, attention is also a drug and competition is round. Cardi B and Megan the Stallion, they are more or less doing similar salacious gesturing. Salacious <laughs> gesturing to- It was um, the
1: way Jeremy moved her hands. To
0: kind of get in position. I get it. The independent women and being in, in control of the divine femininity and sexual expression, I get it. But all of, all comes at what cost?
1: Men love to toss out feminine femininity femininity <clears throat> anyway Cilo was watch the, vi- watch the video in multiple ways
0: he's freaky he's freaky literally. him and that wife were freaky oh, back remember, in the day
1: remember remember did when they, they have were a t- on super sweet. Team, super sweet they 16? were
0: yeah. yeah and they they alluded to some freaky shit almost like he had a girlfriend or they oh, had yeah, a girlfriend yeah, yeah, together yeah. Or some i know shit. they
1: were really i i you could tell that silo was doing some other shit
0: he was a little ahead of his freaky deaky time probably the moment he would, threw
1: on that dress
0: Lenny Kravitz he gives me like and
1: then he like had that bald head and he just looked freaky 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 yeah um so anyway that was a tea this week I don't think there was really anything else happening shine kind of a dry week which we welcome yeah because we've had weeks that have been on fire so we needed a rest so anyway what's up what doesn't need a rest Is the ratings and the reviews. Mm -hmm. Now, if you rest on the ratings and reviews, we're going to, in the reviews, then we're going to have to rest (laughs) from the podcast. Just kidding. But no, honestly, those keep the show going. They help us rank Mm -hmm. in iTunes, Apple Podcasts, which is important. They help this podcast fall into the ears of other women who may like the content just like you. So keep those coming. Let's do our review of the week. This comes from... Leah Christiana, homegirl Leah Christiana, sorry. She says, literally, freaking, I love y'all. Oh, literally, freaking, I love y'all. Another homegirl put me on and I've been hooked ever since. My thoughts are a bit all over the place, but I'm just dropping by to tell y'all I keep going because you have a homegirl for life out of this one. I'll be getting Patreon soon. I've bought two journals because one is not enough for all the tea and gems, okay? Period. No, really, I already feel like, we may have to place another order just for us because I've been kind of running through the journal pages and I really like the quality of this journal. I
0: love how flat it opens up. It's my favorite.
1: And like the paper quality, it's genuinely... Yeah. And we only have like...
0: A handful left, y'all. Yeah. And we gonna Not get ours really out that. of that. Made a lot of money on the back end. <laughs> yeah, little nigga, I'm taxing. So, yeah. Thank um, you for your rating. Thank and you, and your, Leah. <coughs> for your we rating appreciate and review. appreciate you. And speaking of Patreon, because you mentioned you were coming over there, I have to let the girls know what Patreon is. Because somebody new here is like, what's Patreon? Right. So I'll tell you, Patreon is a platform that us creatives, because we are creatives, are using to garner support from their community. This uh, allows you to receive more content of what you, you, more of what you already love bonus content, goodies, extra shit that we share over there that we can't share over here in exchange for your cash moolah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) For your cash moolah. So we just released our August.
1: Always aligned August.
0: August playlist. Minimum check-in is happening uh, next week and tons of other stuff. And Germany has some juicy tea to share with us. Damn. On the (laughs) check-in. Lord, now the pressure's on. Yeah. Um. So sh- to show our appreciation, when we, sh- we want to shout out our patrons for this week. Okay, so this week we have Denny. Hey, Denny. Michelle. Hey, Michelle. Aaliyah. I was about to sing an Aaliyah song, but I'm not going to take it there. At your best. That was it. You, you are love. Her
1: uncle needs to get up off of the music. Come up off of it. was supposed to come January 2020, and I have not seen You're it yet. you and um, force. And then, finally, we have Dawn, not to be confused with Dawn from Making the Banner, Danny DeCane.
0: Okay. Oh, Dawn. Dawn. Hey, Dawn. I thought you said Dawn like Don Dada, like Sean Dawn. <laughs> I'm
1: like, okay, I can feel Dawn that. like Vaughn, but with a D.
0: Okay. Hey, Dawn. Welcome to the game. Thank
1: you to all of our patrons. We really appreciate you. Yes, we do. So, last week, was the Only way we, we can about? keep the
0: lights on. Um, let me
1: pull that up. Last week was episode 153. We said it was our final
0: We did episode
1: of the series,
0: but like so episode 153 was uh, (laughs) you versus you part four, achieving self-actualization. So the affirmation that we chose to share was I take on life's inevitable ups and downs with grace, acceptance and equanimity. So part four of our series was about self-actualization and self-actualization is a term popularized by an American psychologist, Abraham Maslow Maslow. I done gave get the nigga an accent. <laughs> Masalo. Uh, <Maslow>, like Maserati. <laughs> Self-actualization is the ability to become the best version of yourself and occurs when you fully meet your needs and reach your full potential. So we discussed uh, tendencies and characteristics of self-actualized people. And we also shared a few tips to serve as guides along your journey of becoming the best version of yourself, the highest version of yourself. Yes. So that episode is available. Listen to it. In the meantime, we're gonna keep this bitch moving.
1: Let's get it. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, we thought that we were gonna be done with the series last week, but some more things came to mind yeah. when we're talking about you versus you that we think are important to include. And so this and so since this is our show and we do what we want, yeah, we're still doing the you versus you series. We still got Welcome some back. work to do. Welcome. Back. Girlies and fellies. Okay, so Fellies. Mm, that's kind of cute, huh? Mm-hmm. Feli. Hey, Feli. Me and my family. I know somebody named Philly. Me too. Mm-hmm. So, Are they Filipino? Hispanic. Oh. Short for Felicia.
0: Oh. I think. I think mine is just Philly. Okay, Probably that's cute too. Felipe.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to have a boss named Felipe. He was actually the one who fired me. From <laughs> <that ex. laughs>
0: bitch ass. Big ass. Yeah, bitch ass.
1: He's a flip. Okay, so... <laughs> Um, this week, we thought it would be fitting to talk about self-esteem because self-esteem is something that is all up to you.
0: <laughs> yes. So, when that. it's
1: you versus you, this important component is entirely up to you. Self-esteem yes. is serious. Mm-hmm. And um, we found this definition about what self-esteem is. I'm just going to read it. It's kind of long, but it covers it all. Let's get it, Shotty. So, what was that?
0: Young jock. young jock. Yeah. I mean it, so actually crazy. it's not young Jock. Wait, wait, a minute. young jeezy. Now they about to drag. <laughs> young Jeezy.
1: Really young Jeezy. Whose greeting was that? Aaron's. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why, yeah, true. Okay, here we go. Self esteem is a disposition to experience oneself as being competent to cope with the basic challenges of life and of being worthy of happiness. It is confidence in the efficacy of our mind and our ability to think. By extension, it is confidence in our ability to learn, make appropriate choices and decisions, and respond effectively to change. It is also the experience that success, achievement, fulfillment, happiness are right and natural for us. The survival value of such confidence is obvious. So it is danger when it is missing.
0: It's danger when it's missing.
1: So it's dangerous when it's missing. Yeah. So was a danger when it's missing. So... <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, because if it's saying that this is where we are able to make appropriate choices, mm-hmm. like, like, you know, yeah. we need to have our our self-esteem intact
0: Intact. in, in order are,
1: to efficiently navigate through this yeah. life.
0: And there are various factors that uh, impact our self-esteem, that help to shape our self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Um, a few of those factors are believed to be genetics. You feel me? Where the bitch is naturally born with the God-given. Um, personality, mm-hmm. life experiences, age, health, your thoughts, social circumstances, the reaction of others, and also comparing yourself to other people. Yes, so, those
1: greatly influence your self-esteem. Heck yeah. And although our self-esteem can be supported and nurtured by others, like parents, friends, your relationships, teachers, teachers school, yeah, all types of things. Mm-hmm. Um. The author of a book, his name is, of a book called The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem. His name is Nathaniel Brandon. He proposed that self-esteem also relies on these various internally generated practices. So there's six of them. And his idea is that if you implement these practices, you will be able to have a strong sense of Mm self-esteem. Right? And that's what the goal is. So. The six pillars of self-esteem, we'll just list them off and then we'll go through each pillar. So they are living consciously, self-acceptance, self-responsibility, self-assertiveness, living purposefully and personal integrity.
0: Yes. And just a little short tidbit You're likely missing out on our book club also by not being on Patreon. Oh, yeah. Let's say how we even got here. Yeah. So right now we're reading All About Love by Bell Hooks. Great, great um, read. Yes, it is. At this point. And uh, there's a chapter in which she brings up the six pillars of self-esteem. So personally, I had never heard about what kind of makes up your self-esteem. I always figured bitch my self-esteem is my confidence my confidence yeah same it was
1: like synonymous yeah like in my mind yeah
0: i never um distinguished between the two and i never felt as though i was lacking self-esteem i feel like it was more innate and i don't know what exactly provided me with my self-esteem i just know i didn't feel a lack Mm -hmm. so um when bell when sister bell brought up that there were six pillars of self-esteem and brought up um this book by nathan nathan brand nathaniel, uh, nathaniel brandon you i want to like, call him nate nate yeah fuck it <laughs> nate nb right when she brought up nb's book um i was like oh shit you know that's gonna be something that we deep dive deeper into and there's also some things that she points out which this book is great and if you want to read along with a couple bad bitches and link up on zoom you might want to get your ass over there to patreon yes but because um, we
1: had a grand old time on Sunday, we did
0: a lot of a uh, expansive case, conversation yeah. uh with a bunch of good girls. So yeah, that's just a sidebar. So that's kind of how this this decision to say I think the other girls would find value in it. In have this you small ever? Tidbit. Yeah. Have you ever considered what makes up your self esteem?
1: Um. No, not in depth. I've definitely just thought it, figured it was synonymous with confidence.
0: Confidence.
1: Yeah. But after reading the book and discovering this gem, I realized that it is very layered. And Mm -hmm. I do see, I did learn how it's our sole responsibility to either maintain our self-esteem, grow our Mm -hmm. self-esteem, whatever stage you're at, it's ultimately up to you. So if you feel like you're deficient um, or maybe have a little bit of lack of self-esteem, then you can kind of find some comfort in knowing that you can build that shit up.
0: Yeah, it's good that you said that, that um, about maintaining self-esteem and growing self-esteem. And, you know, uh, it's just good to remember that self-esteem is not fixed. It's not. You know, it's malleable. It changes. It, it like ebbs and flows. Some things you're feeling, You if you didn't once feel like you had good self-esteem or high self-esteem, you don't have to be stuck in that place.
1: Exactly. And I think it's like... Um, liberating and it will allow some people to take their power back or again like maintain their power Mm -hmm. because sometimes we put we base our self-esteem um on how we feel and that's sometimes because of how other people make us feel what's Mm -hmm. currently happening in our lives and these pillars allow us to really separate from those things that can be fleeting or i don't know not as solid as A rock, (laughs) not Mm -hmm. as solid as some of these core beliefs. Yeah, you know Mm -hmm. that are unshakable. Unshakable.
0: Now I'm flipping everything.
1: Dead fickle or anything like that. So, um, loved it. So basically, um, Nate, Nate, dog. He said he believed that self-esteem was a practice, like we've been saying. It's not an affirmation or or an idea. And a practice implies a discipline of acting in a certain way over and over again. This is consistency. It's not something that we're just doing once and then saying, fuck it. I got my self-esteem. I'm out. Yeah, like I got my shit.
0: I came what I was looking for. I got what I was looking for.
1: (laughs) It's something that you continuously have to do. So, if you're taking notes, know that we are implementing these um, practices into our lives, making them habits. Then go back and listen to another episode about how to make a habit stick. Because you <laughs> whatever know, episode it was, yeah, you're gonna need it to be here for a while. Mm-hmm. So let's get it. Let's shawty. get into it. Da-da-da-da-da. So the first pillar: living consciously. So this means that we think critically about the world that we live in. Right? Mm-hmm. When we find ourselves just going through the motions then we're not fully immersed in what we're doing. And that's when our self-esteem can suffer. Sometimes you get this brain fog or you're just kind of checking things off a checklist or like, I woke up, I went to work, I came home, whatever that, whatever your day looks like. But we have to learn how to be more conscious. And Nate, he had this good quote saying what it means to him to live consciously. And he says to live consciously means to seek. To be aware of everything that bears on our actions, purposes, values, and goals to the best of our ability, whatever that ability may be. Yeah. So, um, what I liked about the Nate's book, which I haven't read, um, but there is a PDF version, you know, maybe we'll share that on Patreon. The PDF.
0: Yeah, or they could just Google it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Maybe they weren't living consciously. Yet. I don't
0: know, maybe not. I um, don't know.
1: But Nate provides a way that a a practice or a tool that we can use to help make sure we're living consciously. Mm -hmm. And he said that we can do this by identifying the areas where we're at our most conscious and the areas where we're at our least conscious.
0: So what does that look like?
1: So there's this tool for your kit called sentence completion. And so what this is, is you're you'll have a sentence. A sentence stem like something that starts off the sentence and then what you will do is write six to ten endings for each stem as quickly as you can so for the living consciously piece you may have a stem like if I were to stay more conscious here then you finish that off then um, the hard thing about staying fully conscious here you'll finish that off Um, the good thing about not being fully conscious here and you'll finish that off. And so when you're when you're doing the sentence completion, the idea is that you're going to try to keep your mind empty and not have any expectations concerning what will happen or what am I supposed to write. Like that's why they want you to do it as quick as possible, so you can just write down whatever comes to mind. And if you do this daily, it will help you gain insight, gain mental focus, Again, we're being conscious, and it will ultimately lead to behavior change. Hmm. That's pretty deep. Do you feel like you live pretty consciously?
0: <sighs> yeah. I'm going to just say yeah.
1: I'm going to say yeah too. Yeah, I feel like. For I the do. most part. Like, you know, of course, we all have moments, but for.
0: Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally, starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish... The possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the true accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Hey bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with black stories, black truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's revelation.
1: What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me...
0: Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect.
1: And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right, no fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving Boost from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com bravado. That's chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Court Bank, N.A., or Stride Bank, N.A., members FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Booths are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. The most part of I'm it, pretty, like, conscious.
0: yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty here, grounded.
1: Hey, ladies, so we're partnering with Audible, and we want to let you know how you can get in on this, too.
0: Yeah, if you haven't heard about Audible, which I mean, who hasn't? Um, this is a great collection of audiobooks, podcasts, wellness programs, the whole bit.
1: Yes, they um, have it all brand new socks and drawers.
0: Period. <laughs> I started uh using Audible. I want to say two months ago, I wanted to read The Fire Next Time by James Baldwin. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to physically read it because I have a hard time reading um, books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to call a spade a spade. So instead, I purchased it on Audible and I was able to listen to it while I cooked, uh, while I went on my runs and my walks, if I was in the car, which is a much nicer and refreshing way for me to uh, digest the material versus having to physically read.
1: Yeah, that's how my mom is. Like yeah. she wants to gain the information. Yes. But she doesn't like to like she has a short attention span, mm-hmm. so sitting and reading the books is kind of difficult for her too, but it's she kind of loves, a drag. Yeah, she loves Audible and she loves the audio books. And you know, even for someone who likes physical books like myself, I definitely enjoy Audible too. What I really like is their original content. Mm-hmm. So one day I was just like, let me get on Audible because I wanted to like I kind of Listen to it like a podcast. Yeah. And so I was searching through. I love how they have the reviews. People are very honest and they give good insight about if this is a book you should be reading, like Mm -hmm. what they gained from it. And so I was just searching through looking for titles and I stumbled upon um, this audible original called Love is Not Enough by Mark Manson. And Mark Manson is the author of the best-selling book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, which Mm -hmm. was a good book and so basically what he does is like um it's like conversational style yeah and he talks to different people who have different relationship experiences and he's not a therapist or anything but like he just pinpoints and kind of leads them into the direction to make improvements yeah and so i really enjoyed this i shared it with some of the girlfriends on patreon they listened to it. They said they enjoyed it too. So the Audible original content is really where it's at for me. And I have a long waiting list or wish list of books. Each month you get a credit for one title. And then you also get to pick two Audible originals. Yeah. And, and they
0: have thousands of titles. Yes. Um, We're actually likely going to be having our next Book Club book on Audible.
1: Yeah. We're going to make sure it's on Audible to help our sister.
0: Yes. Please, because I'm ready to tap (laughs) out. To
1: help our sister.
0: So um, if you think that Audible would be a good fit for you and your lifestyle, then we want to invite you to a 30-day membership. Yes. Right? Um, It's really easy to access. You're going to visit audible.com slash blackgirlbravado, or you can text, come on, how easy is this? Yes. Blackgirlbravado, that's blackgirlbravado with no spaces to 500-500. 500. There you go. Right. So visit audible.com backslash bravado, bravado or text black Girl bravado to five zero five zero five zero dash five zero zero. Jeez Louise. Thank <laughs> God you're here.
1: Yes. So come join us over on Audible. We'll be waiting on you. Come join us over on Patreon. We're going to get these audiobooks cracking. And yeah, let's get back to the show.
0: So the next practice and the next pillar is the practice of self-esteem. I mean, no, it's not self-esteem, it's self-acceptance. Yes. Anywho, um, in the six pillars of self-esteem, that's what I was going to say. Our brother, Nate, shares, I don't even know if he's a brother.
1: Hmm. Brother in humanity. Yeah. <laughs> not a brother, brother. Brother.
0: My brother, Nate, <laughs> yes. um, shares this quote. Um, Nothing does as much for an individual's self-esteem as becoming aware and of and accepting disowned parts of the self. So the first step of healing and growth are awareness and acceptance, consciousness and integration. And I really thought this was good because this is basically accepting all the parts of ourselves, right? Our wholeness. Um, It means that we accept ourselves unconditionally Mm. and that we also offer ourselves compassion about the things that we can't change. Like so many of us, me included, there's things that I'm like, damn, I wish this was better. I wish this was different. That would be cool if I had that. But the real part of like, self self-acceptance is saying this is what I got this is what I was blessed with this is what we working with and I can't change it and we just hear thugging yeah. you know it's like accepting the good with the not with the bad I don't want to say bad but accepting the, the wholeness that, yeah of the who wholeness you are of yourself yeah um and we have to remember to replace our negative self-talk with positivity So we're so accustomed to hearing our negative self-talk and believing that negativity is closely aligned and synonymous with being realistic. You know, I find that like kind of true. Like a lot of people think like, well, I'm just being real. You know, with myself, I'm just being honest, but really it's like your negative self-talk that can kind of take place of that because you're quick to be like, realistic is negative negativity Yeah, when that's not really the case, you yeah. know? And um, the more that we offer ourselves grace and compassion and positivity, then the more we realize that negative self-talk is completely preventable pre- Preventable, and furthermore, that self-acceptance accept- is attainable. It's like they don't, it's not hand in hand. Yeah. Cue the DJ quick.
1: I'm Until I put my little nearly A cup titties in my hands.
0: Hey, what?
1: <laughs> no, I'm thinking about self acceptance.
0: You want to put them in your hands?
1: I'm saying I can just go ahead and put them in my hands and accept uh-huh. them oh, yeah. for what they are—nearly A cups.
0: Yeah, it's okay.
1: Yeah, because those these little nearly A cups. I remember when I was um, and this was way too young because, well, not these days, but shit back in the day when people had regular non-GMO bodies.
0: Yeah yeah exactly in the
1: fifth grade a lot of girls didn't have titties but some girls did have titties and i (laughs) still had my titties from birth so i had to put socks in my bra
0: (laughs) did you really do that you're watching too much tv that is some i bundled
1: up a tube sock and stuffed it in there and then one day my mom caught me and she was like (laughs) she was like britney what is in your shirt
0: Oh, I'm my like, God. okay, I gotta stop. This stuff, in the I bra. gotta accept
1: them for what they the are. This
0: accepting of bras, wow, just thinking about how basic we were back then and what an advantage and lead these kids have. I remember when I had a pair of thong panties. This is oh, how over a-
1: you, bitch. If you say grade. fifth grade, Seven. Oh, you were fast, seventh fast.
0: Where'd you buy them, Target? Like a little Charlotte Russe. or something. <laughs> Charlotte why Bruce? did you feel the need to have on song? Wait, I think I wasn't in the seventh grade. I wasn't. I was in the eighth grade, or the not eighth grade. I think I was like fourteen. Right. I, that sounds crazy. Now fourteen. That's uh, <laughs> no. Oh, this is why yeah. I'm gonna tell you why. why. Because at that point, this was this was like back in like 2001, 2002. The pants without the, the pants pockets. with no pockets were a vibe. And imagine how childish you look with pants. You are on. a child, bitch. You're no, a child.
1: I, That's what you <laughs> fail to realize. You're gonna say. Imagine how childish you look. No, you're but a the child. thing
0: is, when you are a child growing up, in that's in, the thing in adolescence, you're still a child. No, I know, but when you're growing to your, I didn't think about
1: that. I'm like, here's my,
0: oh, here's my pants. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, as a preteen and a teenager, especially if people around you are wearing thong panties, like I was going into gym class and people had thongs. Oh no! Like changing in their little thong. Oh, bikini. I know.
1: I used to be in gym,
0: and I'm um, I used to be in gym. <laughs>
1: I hated getting dressed.
0: But that's what I'm saying. People wearing thongs, I'm like. Probably
1: because my tits nearly age. No, no, See, no. now I'm therapizing. Yeah. No. I hated getting dressed in that locker room. Why? What would they say? Look at her with small tits. No, no, no. No one ever said anything. You were just self-conscious because everybody
0: else had their tits. Yeah, hanging loose.
1: Yeah, now imagine if somebody said that, then I would be like, "Bitch, we have to fight." You don't talk about my titties; I talk about
0: them. <laughs> and even you shouldn't be. So anyway, let me tell you this really quickly. Oh, I thought you. Were I done. saved up money. I would save my lunch money and go. Or actually, saved
1: up your, you actually, saved I didn't up have your money. Actually, did to get a little thong.
0: <laughs> no, my mom would just give me twenty dollars. Imagine twenty dollars mm-hmm. to go to the mall. You can get over five weekend. pairs
1: of panties or four.
0: Exactly. So I would be like, "I'm getting me some panties this this weekend. I'm getting me some thongs." Cause I'm going to school with no panty line. So your mom
1: catch you? When, I when used to wash the clothes. I would
0: wash. We washed our own clothes and see what, oh, when okay. we were nine. Since we were nine, I would wash them and put them in the back of my closet. And then when it was time for me to wear my thong, I would get it out of the closet. <laughs> where's my? Where's my? Thong? I only had like two or three. Oh my! Pull, I hate
1: thongs. Remember pulling them up over the? Pulling them up a little bit. See, that's what I mean by <laughs> being fast. Like they should have stayed under the pant who the f- no i don't remember that <laughs> unfortunately i
0: i'm saying no that was a thing like pulling them yeah up.
1: the 90s swag but we were in the 2000s
0: no 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 but people were still kind of pulling them up so people could So see you
1: them. were 14 pulling no up your i thong? wasn't
0: pulling up my thong i'm just saying remember when people used to oh i know i saw the look people
1: <laughs> exactly people pulling up their little thong i saw it
0: my I god i was there were so, there. sorry, y'all, it's off on a tangent.
1: Right. So, let's talk about a practice, ex- a practical exercise for self acceptance.
0: Yeah, let's tap in there.
1: So, here's what you do stand nude
0: mm-hmm.
1: in front of a full length mirror. Focus on you. We're not focusing on our beat, our hair, none of that. We're looking at us in our full glory. Yes. So, you want to make sure you notice your feelings as you do this. Notice if this is difficult or uncomfortable. And you'll likely see some parts. Um, you'll likely have some parts that you like more than others. But there will also be some parts that are harder to look at. I'll be standing in the mirror nude. Mm, dancing.
0: Same. <laughs> All right. Let me throw this ass in. The
1: um, and so you're going to say this to yourself. Whatever my defects are or imperfections, I accept myself unreservedly and completely. And while you're taking your deep breaths, say this over and over and allow yourself to experience the depth of your words. Mm -hmm. So, again, whatever my defects or imperfections, I accept myself unreservedly and completely. And basically what this practice does is encourages you to surrender to reality and accept what is. And hopefully you'll be more relaxed and comfortable in your body because we were all blessed with these bodies.
0: And put your insecurities on the Lord. (laughs) That's what I got to say. You don't have to be insecure. I don't have to be insecure. I know it's easier said than done, but baby, we doing what's hard.
1: And God loves us all. We the way we just need to are. love ourselves the yes. way he loves us.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you
1: know, this is the body I got.
0: The body, ody, ody.
1: This is the body I have, so. Yes. And so, that's the body you have. So we just have to accept these bodies.
0: Yes. So the next practice is the practice of self-responsibility. This is the willingness to take responsibility for your actions and the attainment of your goals. This is you taking responsibility for your well-being and your livelihood, your life. You. Right. Right? Um, it's easy for people to take on the victimized, the victimized approach. Like, woe is me or only take responsibility when there has a consequence attached to it. Um or you have to um you know, like admit fault it's like or the guilt. Glass
1: half empty.
0: Guilt. Like, you know, like I only take responsibility when you have to when you did some shit wrong. Oh that. That vibe. But but self- yeah, no. Self responsibility is realizing that you're responsible for the achievement of your desires, the wholeness. This is about agency. Yeah. Right? Taking ownership of your life. They're responsible for your choices and your actions. Um that you are responsible for the level of consciousness that you bring to your work, Mm -hmm. the level of integrity, okay? All of it, the level of consciousness that you bring into your relationships. Are you just showing up or are you present? Right. This is like being in relationships that's just like mundane.
1: Yeah, when they've reached the end of the road and you're still there.
0: And you're still riding in the car. Yeah. Um, That you're responsible for the behaviors with other people. This includes your coworkers, your associates, customers, spouse, friends, children, whoever they are. That you're responsible for how you prioritize your time. Mm. Um, that you're responsible for the quality of your communications. Saying what you want to say. Saying your needs. Expressing your needs. Requesting those things back. And expecting those things back. That you're responsible for your own personal happiness. This isn't up to anybody else. It's you. People can't make you, you happy. Exactly. You got to show up for your own damn self. And then people going to show up the way you show up for you. Yeah. Um, that you're responsible for accepting and choosing the values that you live by. And you're responsible, lastly, for raising your own self-esteem. Nobody's going to do this work for you.
1: Yeah, sometimes we find ourselves like waiting for someone to save us. And th- those are the type of things that are fickle. Because, okay, say someone does come and save you. What if they change their mind? What if something happens? And then you're right back at square one?
0: Yeah, basically. Waiting for
1: someone else to come save you? Like, no, this is only the responsibility of yourself. And if you don't do anything, nothing's going to get better. So once we, I feel like once we realize that, hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, we'll be pushed to do what the fuck we have to do because it's like, if I don't do it, well, that's that on that. Yes. So um, the next pillar is the practice of self-assertiveness. So this is the willingness to stand up for yourself, to be who you are openly, to treat yourself with respect in all human encounters. So assertiveness is basically being your authentic self, yes. right? Yes honoring yourself we know what that looks like i
0: feel like we've talked about that yeah to be authentic is to be the author of your own story yes yes for sure authentic and author have the same root word
1: yes so when you're asking questions that's an act of self-assertion when you're challenging authority that's an act of self-assertion and remember we're not saying act a fool or right or um you know do anything crazy but Authority doesn't always mean correct. And authority can look like a bunch of different things. Of course. To think for oneself and to stand by what one thinks is the root of self-assertion. And if you default on this responsibility, then you're defaulting on yourself. So. Tap in. Although it may be hard. some and not, Honestly, self-assertion sometimes, a lot of times takes courage, you know? Because it's not always easy to assert ourselves. Sometimes we may f- be feeling like, oh, God you gotta damn. You
0: open that throat chakra. Yeah. Because it gets hard sometimes. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Speaking but it's necessary. Truth, yeah. Um, next is the practice of living purposefully. So living with your goals in mind, that's what living purposefully is, is to use our powers for the attainment of goals that we've selected. So that goal could look like anything. That goal for you could be studying. It might be raising a family or starting a new business, solving some crazy ass scientific problem, building a vacation home or simply sustaining happiness in your romantic relationship. Whatever the goal is that you set out to attain, you work hard and make sure that it's fulfilled. So the first question you might ask yourself in how you realize or figure out if you're living purposefully is, what do you want? And the second question is, what must you do? Mm-hmm. So um, Nate Dog reminds us <laughs> that the purpose is unrelated to a plan of action do not get realized, okay? They exist as frustrated yearnings. So all of you, if your purpose has no plan and it's just falling to the wayside, you're just going to be yearning to fulfill it. You're going to be living unfulfilled and then wondering why everybody else is living their fucking dreams Mm. or you're watching them realize their dreams and their shit is materializing and actualizing because they've put a plan behind what it is that they feel like the purpose of their life is. Yeah. Their life's work. They're putting it down on paper, they're making it plain. they're writing to the Lord about it. They're going to the altar what
1: else they're they're
0: making plans about it and getting to the business of their life, yeah, you gotta get to the business of your life.
1: I can see how that can contribute to low self esteem like doing the opposite of that because yeah it you feel like what the fuck am I doing Mhm, but you're neglect- you're neglecting what you actually need to be doing to get what you want to get
0: and also. Your goals and what what feels good to you and what what you find to be the purpose of your life might look different from somebody else's purpose. Yeah, and we talked about often. this when we were when we chatted in last week's episode about sex self-actualization. Um, you know, if your purpose and the goals of your life is to be a great mom or to be a great wife, or to be the best uh, nine to five employee, whatever that is, home girl. (laughs) You feel me? All of the goals, but you have to figure out a way to make it real. You know, if you're going to be a stay at home mom and a great wife,
1: do do the best. Yeah,
0: do it. Do the best and figure out how it makes sense for you. And don't worry about it. Maybe that's not the goal for me. Yeah. Maybe that's the goal for you.
1: Exactly. And that's a part about that's a perfect segue into the the last pillar, okay. which is the practice of personal integrity. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you are living purposely and being authentic and your values are matching your behaviors, that's when you're being um, a person of integrity, right? You're maintaining the alignment between your convictions, how you feel, and what you're doing. And that really does contribute to a high self-esteem because it's like, I'm doing what I'm due and I'm doing it well. I'm confident when I'm doing it. I know what the fuck I'm doing.
0: And I say what I do. I do what I say I'm going to do. Exactly. The woman of her word.
1: Yes. So with integrity, we just want to make sure our behaviors are aligned with our values and our ideals, our our ideals and our practices match. When we have all those things and we have integrity.
0: Yes. Super important.
1: And yeah. We ain't bitches important. with no integrity. I don't know i integrity okay. list. <laughs> I don't like that. When the bitch don't have integrity, you gotta go.
0: We ain't friends no more. So, so <laughs> um we found a few signs of people with high self-esteem. This is from Positive Just gonna read off a few and maybe you'll find residents may, maybe you won't, and we'll figure out ways to move forward or yes, use the tips and the pillars. To maintain. Yes. Um so a sign of a person with high self-esteem acts assertively without experiencing any guilt and feels at ease. That's the T, the Feeling lack of get, the guilt and the ease. Yeah.
1: Cause if you assert yourself and then like after you, after you're beating yourself up, like,
0: like I shouldn't have said anything, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have stood think up think for I'm myself a bitch
1: or yeah. Like yeah. maybe that
0: wasn't the best idea. Mm-hmm. Um, Then, you know, triggered.
1: Then that means there's still some work that needs to be done. Work. Cause again, it's not being bitchy. It's just being like, I said what I said, you know, mm-hmm. I was respectful and I meant what But I, said. I meant it
0: yeah
1: um another sign of high self-esteem is if you avoid dwelling on the past and focus on the present moment we can't beat ourselves up over what happened Mm -hmm. all we have is the now so let's just thrive in that here
0: and now yes i promise promise to love faithfully
1: you're all i need come on Okay. So yeah, we're focusing on the hearing now, the baby. Here now. That's high self esteem.
0: Yes. Next, um, these people with high self esteem believe that you're are you are equal to everyone, and no one is better or worse.
1: There we go. That's
0: simple. You ain't a stuck up bitch. Okay. <laughs> yeah. People love to say stuck up in high school. She's
1: Still stuck, stuck up, up. Like we are kids. Girl, the stuck up. Trying to figure things out. Yeah. I have social anxiety. <laughs> okay. Um, people with high self esteem. Also, reject the attempt of others to manipulate them. Mm, and uh-uh. no gaslighting around There's here. no manipulation here. People may try you, but they can't get it. <laughs> so, yeah, no manipulation. Yeah.
0: Also, people with high self-esteem recognize and accept a wide range of feelings, both positive and negative, and shares them within healthy relationships. So, we're not aiming for perfection. That's not realistic. right? No. But we are looking for progression. And we accept when things feel good. We accept when things feel bad terribly when we have a great day when there's a really shitty day and there's comfort and space being held amongst your safe friendships and relationships where you can go and vent those feelings and not feel badly or feel like you know you you only have to feel one emotion because you're somebody with high self-esteem right like you feel it all yes and it's all okay
1: exactly um also high self-esteem people typically enjoy a healthy balance of work play and relaxation
0: because mm, you know the play is different than the relaxation
1: exactly it's different balance for sure like we're not workaholics we don't just play 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 all day and we ain't just laying around being lazy we the do a little bit of a, we do a, yeah we do a
0: little bit of it all mm-hmm. also people with high self-esteem accept challenges and takes risk in order to grow and learn from mistakes when you fail mm-hmm. kellyhan growth Cool. Right. We're not afraid of new challenges, things that are unfamiliar, that are a little uncomfortable. We know the shit sucks. Being uncomfortable and being in new spaces, new places is like ah but like, you don't let the fear cripple you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hinder you from yeah. ever
1: trying anything. The growth is the motor. Norm.
0: The growth is the motor. Yes. So yeah.
1: Um, high self esteem people. Also, um, are able to handle criticism without taking it personally. Something else we've talked about. Mm -hmm. Um, And the reason why they don't take it personally is because they have the knowledge that they're learning and growing and that their worth is not dependent on the opinions of others. Yes. Key. You don't hold the key to my worth. I do.
0: I do. People with high self-esteem values, value themselves, and they communicate well with others. There's no fear, especially when it comes to expressing your likes, dislikes, and feelings. You can just say what it is. Use that throat chakra. You're um, assertive. You're expressive. You're saying, and you know what a lot of this comes down to? Kindness. Doing this shit with grace and with being kind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause then you can say what you're going to say from a place of love, from a good place. And you don't have to worry about if you hurt somebody's feelings or if they like it. Cause you know what you said, what you were saying, you were honest yeah, and you were kind about it.
1: Yeah. It's not about being nasty. It's just like, for instance, not about being a yes man. Yeah. Like, you know, like uh, being so agreeable or saying, yeah, I like that too. I like that mm-hmm, too. But mm-hmm. also not being nasty. Like, good. You like that. I don't like that. Yeah. It's all about how you say it. Um. Okay. And lastly, which is there's probably more, but for us, high people with high self esteem value others and accept them as they are without trying to change them. So it's not only acceptance self acceptance, it's accepting others, which is normally automatic systematic.
0: It's take me as, as I, am. I am. Yeah. If you're
1: usually if you're not accepting of yourself, you probably are judgmental and have a hard time accepting others. But when you accept yourself and understand who you are flaws and all
0: come on and you welcome and affirm other people that part yes yeah that way (laughs) so now signs of people with low self-esteem yeah um and maybe you resonate here and maybe there's work to do um but what you do is never good enough yes
1: um also if you're highly sensitive to others opinions
0: we can't give a fuck about what a hater gotta say (laughs)
1: remember that song which one First of all, we didn't talk about that. What? Who give a fuck what a hater gotta say? Wasn't that Rick Ross Um, and T Pain? I got a fresh lineup, fresh outfit, uh, about to hit the parking lot on smash, and uh, I got a uh, 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 million dollars. I'm the biggest boss that you've seen thus far. I'm dancing like yeah. I'm like,
0: why you you going dumb to this shit? (laughs) The (laughs) verses with T Pain. I mean, with oh, I didn't watch it.
1: um, Rick Ross and Two Chains.
0: And if goddamn
1: balls. (laughs) another
0: day okay so yeah
1: um like she said we can't give a fuck what a hater gotta say
0: Mm -mm. okay um the world doesn't feel safe maybe you just feel like you're in your own little bubble and everybody's out to get you
1: yeah the low self-esteem um if you doubt every decision
0: you Break gotta make
1: every change yeah you gotta stand firm in something or have some surety like i'm confident in this decision you know i made it and we're moving forward there, <laughs> there we go <laughs> bye there it is
0: um you regularly regularly experience the emotions of sadness and worthlessness beloved you are worth worthy okay if Innately. you're listening
1: let me just say something okay if you're listening you're to this show right now mm-hmm. you are worthy because you exist
0: yes nothing else you ain't gotta do shit else
1: period um, you may have a low self-esteem if you find it hard keeping relationships. And this could be because of some self-sabotaging.
0: Mm. Dig deeper, doctor.
1: I mean, because if you have a low self-esteem, just like, um, we, we found up earlier when you're taking things personally that don't have anything to do with you or making things a thing when they're not really a thing, you may self-sabotage yourself and end up trying convincing yourself. Yeah. That's something that is false is real.
0: Yeah. Um, like we said, if people who take risk, people with low self-esteem avoid taking risk. You don't want to try no new things. Yeah. No new friends. It's the
1: super comfortable, like, nah, this works. Yeah. Type the and works. creature of habit. Type and works, even though we have laptops. Yeah. I'm going to get on this typewriter. <laughs> um, You may have a low self-esteem if you find it difficult asking for your needs to be met. mm
0: you deserve to have your needs met.
1: You know what I'm saying? Especially for meeting other people's needs, you deserve to have your needs met too. So just like people vocalize <clears throat> their needs and how they would like them to be met or what you can do, then um you you have the right to do the same thing.
0: Yes. <clears throat> um, You might have low self-esteem if you have a negative or a pessimistic outlook on life. I really hate the pessimistic patties. I know. Like, damn. And I get it. Maybe it's tough. Maybe you are struggling and dealing, but don't, you can't be negative all the time. I think this list just shows how
1: much bigger self-esteem is than we thought.
0: Yes. Because
1: there's so many different layers. Like, I would never think that some of these things would mean that someone has a low self-esteem. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe you're saying, I think it's the uncomfortability. Like, like being comfortable
0: and whatever you feel like you're good at or, or whatever you feel comfortable with, you don't want to take risks. You don't want to do anything outside of that bubble because you're afraid that maybe you might fail or do things wrong. And it's the fear of failure that probably cripples you even more.
1: I know. But I'm saying like we just create these stories or the, we call things what they probably aren't like, for example, with their assertiveness instead of like figuring out ways to be more assertive because that helps build your self-esteem we may be like oh i'm just don't like confrontation when it may be something a little deeper you yeah, know
0: yeah
1: okay so um you may have a low self-esteem if you doubt your abilities or chances of success you think that it's possible for everybody else but you mm. it's possible when, like we said you got to have that self-responsibility because you just have to figure out what you need to do. Maybe you got to do it different. Maybe it may take longer. Maybe not. But there's things that you can do.
0: Yeah. And lastly, or there's not this is the lastly. This is just all we have here is that um you compare yourself with others and often you come in second best. So, again, the, nothing is ever good enough. Everybody's doing it better. And another thing you cool with people coming in first yeah you know that's when it is different like oh no you got it you look better at that you do that much better than me yeah you know i'm not that good but you are type vibe
1: yeah mm. so ultimately what we hope you take away from this episode is that you have the power Like I said earlier, to build up your self-esteem if Mm -hmm. you need to Mm -hmm. maintain your self-esteem. That's our goal. We want to be bad bitches with high self-esteem. High. High. Not mid,
0: not low. High. Yeah. And if um, any of this information intrigued you, again, this was the six pillars of self-esteem. If this type of conversation you love, join us over on Patreon and join the book club. Yes. Because the book club is banging. And the
1: book club is how we stumbled upon this information. Yes.
0: Expounding.
1: Yes. And we talked about this already. We're just giving y'all a little sneak peek.
0: Mm-hmm. Little sneak peek. Yeah. So, uh, yeah.
1: I think that's it. I think that's it for this week. Um, share this tell on your home stories. Girl.
0: Tell, tell a homegirl. To, to, home home girl. Girl. to tell a homegirl. To tell a homegirl. Yeah, if you love it, repost it, tag us, share it, and make sure you leave your rating and review. Alrighty, we will chat with you all next week. Guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.